Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Maria, and thank you for tuning in on this podcast, The Energy of Money. I, I appreciate that you come here and listen to some of the things I have to say, because it, it my hope with all of these podcasts and the things I write about, my blog, etc., that they somehow make a difference to have your life be easier. You know, one of the sayings that I've had almost for the past 40 years is, would it be okay with you if life got easier? Would it be okay with you if life got easier? You know, sometimes many people say yes. Oh, I'd love it, Dr. Maria. I just love, but you know that some people question that. They say, what am I going to have to give up? What's the trick here? What's, you know, I don't trust this because they've been so used to doing things the hard way. You know, I'm, I remember a guy, his name was John, and he says, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel legitimate if things are too easy. I feel like I'm cheating. Now, I'd like us to look at something that I've called the five stages of success It's about how to bring your ideas and dreams and the things you love from visionary reality where they belong. You know, visionary reality is the home of of the things that, you know, you love, the things that you want to do, the things that you dream about doing and having. And this, what I'm going to be talking with you about is how to take a dream that you have and place it into physical reality so that it's no longer a dream, it's an actuality. So think about that as we go along, because this podcast is going to be part one and part two. There are five stages. I'm going to be talking about uh, stage one and two right here, and then three, four, and five later. So as I said, there are five stages. You could call them five steps to success. And I'd like you to envision step one as being an idea or dream that lives in visionary reality where it's you know, it's fascinating. You love it. And you want to know how to bring it into physical reality. Now, this is what you need to do. Number one, visionary reality is where you make this idea or dream as vivid as possible in your mind. You start writing out what it is you want. You start asking for support for having what it is you truly want. And you can even create something that I call a treasure map in which you put your photo in the middle 
and you have pictures of what it is you want to bring into physical reality. You have pictures all around this map and you put feeling words, meaning happy, joyous, excited, ecstatic, and you name exactly what this project is. I remember one woman, her name was Anne, and she wanted to have a, a bookstore. Now, this is in Sacramento. This was a number of years ago. She wanted to open up a bookstore and have a little coffee house attached to it. Now, when she wanted these things here in Sacramento, there were not a lot of bookstores around yet. You know, in Sacramento, we've just started getting a lot of development over the past 20 years as people from San Francisco move here because it's less expensive to live here. So they're willing to commute every day by train to come here in Sacramento. Well, in those days, there were not very many independent bookstores, let alone having one with a little coffee house attached. But she said, you know, I want people to come and we're going to have stuffed chairs and they're going to be able to sit there and look at the racks of books and maybe pick one out of the rack that they're looking at to buy. And then they buy some coffee and they sit there. She, she had the, the whole thing in her mind, you know, and she made a treasure map about it and had friends and colleagues and family behind her. Because you see, one of the things that happens if you want to make an idea real, is that you have to enlist the support of the people around you. You know, and let me say that sometimes it requires a lot of doing because as Anne told me, you know, when I told my mom that I wanted to have this bookstore, all my mom could say was, yeah, but it's going to cost a lot. And where are you going to put it? And what if people don't come? She said, you know, it, it felt so negative, like she was almost talking me out of it. But then I came to realize that she was just voicing out loud the fears I had in my own head. Because you see, the minute you take a dream and you start thinking about putting it into physical reality, something weird happens. As Anne told me, she said, you know, before I actually had this uh, bookstore coffee house, because she did end up having it. But before I did, every time I thought of taking one small sweet step to make it a reality, I'd get all nervous and tight. I'd hear my voice saying, you know, and you just don't know about running a bookstore. You know, how are you going to learn how to do it? Where are you going to get the money to do it? Because you see, in order to launch your dream or your vision, it is usually going to take money, isn't it? And that's where we look at how we are using money. Are we spending the money wisely or are we leaking money? You know, when you're leaking money, it's very interesting. You're using it to buy things that you don't even want or love. You know, like when you, when you are in the line 
in a market and you see all these little tchotchkes all around and there's a voice in your head that says, you know, let me just take this magazine and, oh, I love this other magazine. I've got to have it. And all of a sudden, as you go move into the uh, checkout place, you've added $15 to the bill. And uh, if you're hearing me right now and uh, you feel your chest getting a little tight, just take a deep breath. Really is okay. One of the most important things in life is to see where we're leaking money. And if you are willing to see where you're leaking money rather than spending it, I have an exercise for you. This is all part of bringing an idea into physical reality. When you see that you're leaking money, because money, as you've heard me say so many, many times, is a form of energy. And, you know, you can, you can have leaks of energy, you know, like a, a gas leak or a, a place where the electricity isn't going well and, or, or water, like a leaky hose. But in this case, if you want to see whether or not you're leaking money, I have an exercise, as I said. Get a little notebook. It doesn't have to be very big, okay? It can be small. I love these small moleskin notebooks. And no, I do not own stock in moleskin, <laughs> but I love them. And you create some columns in this uh, little book. First is the date. Then is the name of the item you bought. And then there's a column for the price you paid for this item. And finally, the last column says this, did I leak money just now or did I spend it wisely, consciously? Now, once again, when you're leaking money, you're just I remember a friend of mine saying, well, it's like when I go into a shopping mall on a Saturday morning and I say to myself, I'm actually going to pay for cash for things today. I just want to have a sense of where the money is going. But I remember a woman saying to me, even having this cash at the end of the time, I had $40 in cash at the end of the time that I had gone through the market or uh, the, the shopping mall, I looked in my wallet and I had $7 left. And I, I couldn't recall what I'd spent all that money on. You know, I, I know I had this scarf that I wanted, but other than that, and she said, okay, wait, I bought lunch. And she started recounting it, but in that moment, she didn't know where all the money was going. And that is leaking money. So you have the columns. And every time you spend money on something, it could be dinner. It could be some earrings. It could be a new saw. It could be whatever it is. You put the date. You put the item. How much it was. And finally, did I leak it or did I spend it? And spending money is just like this. 
you know you want the thing because you're going to use it. Or for sure, you're going to wear it. It's not going to be one of those those tops that you buy at the market or excuse me, at the store and you uh, hang it up in your closet and you don't look at it again for two months. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And sometimes it still has a price tag on it. And you look at it and you say, why did I buy this thing? You know? So enough on leaking versus spending. Try it out for 30 days. I tell you, if you do, you're going to see how much money you do leak. And when you see it, really see it, then you can make some informed decisions. But more about that later. So here you are with your project. So here, this woman wants to open up a bookstore with a little coffee shop next to it, right right there, coffee counter. And she finally says, okay, it's, I found out there's a little place to rent. The rent is not that much. There's a down payment. And I can get my business license, no problem. But in order to buy a coffee setup, she said, I didn't buy a cappuccino machine. I just bought a little kind of a fancy coffee maker. It was like one of those K-cups so that people could come and get their favorite flavor of coffee and make it in those K-cups. She said, I, could, I had to have a, a certificate from the health department. And she said, all in all, it took 10 times more energy than I thought it would to launch this thing. She said, what made it even more difficult is that my Uncle Sal was going to loan me $30,000 to open it up. And I was counting on it to help me buy the equipment, open it up, pay the lease. And two weeks before I signed the lease, he said to me, Anne, I'm sorry, honey, I've lost some money in my business. I can only uh, loan you $15,000. She said, oh my heavens, it was like a shock. And I went to my friends and I said, how am I going to be able to open up this little business? I need $15,000 quick. Now, granted, this was a long time ago in Sacramento, and $30,000 meant a lot more than it does now. And her friends said, look, why don't you ask your friends to loan you the money? She said, do you think there are people who would trust me? And her friends said, Yes. Would you like us to loan you money? And so between the four friends that she was talking to, she managed to get $8,000 in loans. And then she went to other friends. The bottom line is working with her network, she was able to make that extra $15,000 to put the 
coffee shop, bookstore into physical reality. Now, stage one in creating a successful project is to dream big, to really look at what it's going to take for you to launch this project in terms of time, in terms of money, in terms of your physical energy. You know, do you have the energy that it takes knowing that at this place between visionary reality and physical reality, there's like this this line. And when you try to take something over that line, it takes, once again, 10 times more energy than you thought it would in terms of your creativity, your physical energy, looking for all the things that you need to uh, do to make this a reality. But if you're successful in stage one, it makes it much easier when you go into stage two. Now, stage two, I've been talking about it with you. We have a special name for it. It's the launch pad. The launch pad. Do you know that when they launch a rocket, the first couple of minutes burns more energy than almost any other place as the rocket is gaining speed and going into orbit. It's amazing. You know, you see it. If you've ever seen a, a rocket being launched off of a launch pad, you see, you know, <laughs> I've seen this before. There's a lot of of uh, smoke and steam and, you know, and, and you think the thing is not going to launch. It's not going to go up. And then very slowly it starts going up and it starts working against gravity. And then it goes faster and faster and faster and faster. And we're going to talk about these faster stages, but the most important thing to know is that stage two of a project is always going to cost you energy. And in many ways, the experience is that it costs you 10 times the amount. Now, with this woman, Anne, who, you know, who opened the store up, she said, I was able to uh, talk to some book purveyors. You know, they're like middlemen who sell you books and at a, at a, real discount. I was able to load up the the bookshelves, at least with some books. I was able to buy some coffee and I had my friends come. We had an inauguration of it. And, you know, it's been, it's been going for the past 15 years. It's amazing, isn't it? Yes. It was amazing because she was willing to do what it takes in that second stage because this is where most people quit. So I have a question for you. You've heard my diatribe on this. Are there some dreams that you've given up on because you didn't want to take to do what it took to launch it? 
small dreams. It could even be like going for travel. Along the lines of leaking money, I have another story for you. I'm going to call her name Madeline. So when I first started coaching her, Madeline had this dream of traveling. But she said, you know, Maria, I've never traveled anywhere. My parents didn't travel anywhere. They didn't set a good, you know, (laughs) kind of a good atmosphere for me to travel because they never traveled. So I kind of expected that I wasn't going to travel. I mean, they were my role models. And I said, yes, Madeline, but you've got to at some point give up that excuse for not traveling. I said, why don't we do this? Why don't we create a way for you to travel with ease? She said, well, how is that? Well, it turned out that when she went to work every day, she passed her favorite coffee shop where she would buy her cappuccino and maybe a sweet roll or something. And she did it every day. And back in those days, it cost her $7. And to do it, now it would probably cost us $15, $12 or $15. But she decided that she was only going to do this two times a week rather than five. The other three times, she would take this $7 and put it in a vacation savings account. And she did this for a year. Now, $21 times four is $84 times 12 is somewhere $960 to $1,000. Well, be that as it may, I got a postcard from her at the end of the year from Club Med, her first fully paid for vacation. She said, it would amazed me that I've been talking myself, I've been eating myself out of a vacation for years and years. She said, you know what? Not only am I on a vacation, but I've lost weight because I'm not eating that stuff five days a week, only two. So if you have been talking yourself out of even a small goal or dream, okay, maybe it's buying a guitar that you've always said to yourself you couldn't afford or whatever it is, you know. What if you were to track and see where you're leaking money the most, just like Madeline did? And instead of doing what it is you're doing, that you commit at least some money to it and and put that in a vacation savings account. So maybe like Madeline, you're not drinking cappuccino and croissants five days a week. (laughs) Maybe you're not spending a lot of money on video games. I know there are many people who do that. I've done it myself until I said, oh my God, look at how much I'm 
leaking money every month by buying just those little extra things when I'm playing a video game. So is it possible that you could find where you're leaking the energy of money and put that money away maybe each week or certainly each month to a vacation savings account or a guitar savings account or whatever it is? I promise you, if you do that, you're going to make it even easier to go from the dream stage to the actuality stage. So in one case, when I talked to you about someone opening up a business, she saw it took 10 times more energy than she thought it would. I'm also giving you a second case in which people find out that, no, they're not spending 10 times more energy. They're simply leaking energy. They're not even putting any energy toward the dream. Which one are you? Are you the one that knows you've got to spend a, a lot more energy doing whatever it is to foster a project or dream that's important to you? And or do you see that there's a leakage someplace in your energy of money that you're willing to stop? Well, I've given you enough. I've given you a lot. So this is Dr. Maria saying, thank you for being with me. I hope this is useful for you, you know? Because when I have followed these five, as I call them, secret stages of success, you're going to learn about the other three stages that a project needs to go through in order to be fully created in physical reality. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. So right now, this is Dr. Maria saying, see you then. Bye for now.